Welcome to another episode of the Credit Repair Hangout. I am your host, Eric Hicks, owner of VIP Score Boosters Credit Repair, and I am so glad that you are joining me today. And as always, if you're here because you're trying to fix your credit to buy a new house this year, if you're trying to fix your credit to buy a new car this year, if you're just trying to fix your credit to overall level up in life, you are in the right place, I promise. You did not find this podcast by accident. You were supposed to be here. You were destined to be here. And today, you're going to get the things you need to be able to succeed. So, on today's episode, I'm about to give you three of the things you need to stop doing if you want to repair your credit in 2024. So, if you're interested in that, come on in, kick back, and enjoy the episode. Yo, it's Eric. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. If you are a true loyal subscriber, you are the reason I do this. And as always, I'm always trying to do something to help. So if you need to see a copy of your three bureau credit report, I'm talking Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, the kind of report you need to be able to compare side by side and see what is wrong with your credit report so that you can dispute it and get your credit back on track. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you. Just click it, the credit repair hangout link tree. There's going to be an option in there for you to get your three credit reports for just $1. So definitely take advantage of that. Get those three credit reports for a dollar and let's start taking some action. All right, back to the episode. All right, all right. Welcome in, welcome in. Hope you're feeling good out there today. And thank you for joining me for one more episode of the Credit Repair Hangout. And I got I got a few things to say today. So I want to make this episode all about stopping some things that I know you know are holding you back from repairing your credit and we got to we got to really get into it cuz we got to address these things head on and we got to stop doing them like today not tomorrow we got to stop doing them today so i got 3 of them for you thing number 1 that you absolutely 100% 1000% have got to stop doing if you want to repair your credit is you got to stop being stuck You got to stop being stuck. And what do I mean by being stuck? You are in the same place that you were in last year, the year before. You're not doing anything to even try to get your credit in a better situation. And it it could be for many reasons. I I know I've, I've had a few reasons myself in the past, like one... One reason may be that you feel as if you can't do it. So if that's the case, you hire someone to do it. I personally feel like you can do it. It's just a matter of you getting out of your own head because you think that it's a lot harder than what it really is. And I'm I'm here to tell you that from being a, a credit repair specialist for the last 
four years, you can do this yourself. You absolutely can do this yourself. It's like anything else. You just haven't taken the time or utilized the resources that you have to be able to do it yourself. Just like a restaurant, we go out to eat. We we can do it ourselves. We can cook a meal for ourselves. You might have to look up some recipes. You might have to take the time to, to measure things out and, and do this and that and put the right amount of spices and this and that into it and be patient while it, you know, it cooks and things of that nature. You can change your own oil in your car. You absolutely can. You can go on YouTube. You can figure it out. You can go buy the the oil from an auto store. You can come back. You can get, you know, roll up your sleeves. You get under that car, pop the hood, do what you need to do. You can change your own oil, but, you know, we just don't take the time to learn how to do it. Or in other cases, maybe we don't take the time to go ahead and pay someone to do it for us. So I just feel like, the longer you stay stuck, the longer you're going to continue to make up additional reasons why you can't do it. You're going to then it's going to be, oh, well, I'm going to I'm going to pay someone whenever I get my tax return or, oh, I'm going to learn how to do it next weekend when I got some time off. Next weekend is going to come and that time off that you had, you're going to spend it doing something else. And, oh, well, you know what? I'll, I'll just do it next weekend. You're going to continue to kick that can down the road. Like, once you're you're stuck, like, and you don't have any urgency behind getting unstuck, man, I'm telling you, it. <laughs> you can look up and the years are going to go by. Like, the years are just going to continue to go by. They're going to keep going by. And you're going to continue to be in the same spot. And what does the same spot look like? You staring at cars that you want. You staring at houses that you want. You scrolling on Instagram. You scrolling on Facebook. You looking at everybody else accomplishing their dreams, but you still in the same spot. You might make it look good on the outside. You might, you know, have the the latest fashion. You know, you got the shoes that's coming out. You know, you you going to fancy restaurants and doing this and that. You making reels and TikToks, and you making it look real good on the uh, on the outside, but. You know deep down you're stuck and the things you really want to do, you can't quite do them because maybe your credit is just not where it needs to be. So, got to get unstuck. And and don't let lack of information be something that keeps you stuck. So, you know, I, I talk to so many people that say, oh, well, I mean, I have no idea how to write a dispute letter. I don't even know where to start. So... Guess what your boy did this week? So I went ahead and I made pretty much, I took every dispute letter. I went back and looked and every dispute letter that I've ever sent that has gotten me like a lot of deletions. Like I'm talking about a lot of deletions on like the first round. And I put them all into this PDF file. And I'm going to put the link to that in my uh, in the show notes. And it'll also be in my bio and what you can do with that is let me yeah you get I'm, I'm selling it for a little bit but i'm not selling it for much i'm, I'm selling like 10 letters for 14 dollars and 99 cents like i never even probably came on here and sold anything but i feel like this is something that can take that lack of information of how to write a dispute letter all right that excuse is gone you know you take 
$15, go ahead and, you know, buy this, uh, my pretty much my dispute letter library of my most effective letters. And you just take the letter. It's going to be already laid out with uh, basically where you put this and where you would put that. It tells you where to put your name, tells you where to put your address, tells you where to put the account number of the uh, of the different accounts. I already kind of have everything rolled out for you. It's really just kind of a, you know, you, you're going to copy and paste the letter, you know, copy it into a Word file or, you know, you can type it out if you really want to. You know, take go the extra mile, but everything is written out for you, and uh, it's the exact same letters that I that I send that have been effective for me. So that takes that bit of it out of it for you. I mean, half the time you can't get a meal these days for fifteen dollars, let alone you know ten letters that can help you take your credit score from maybe a, a five hundred up to you know six hundred, six fifty, seven hundred, depending on uh you know. How 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 bad you want it? How much work you're willing to put in? So, so there's that, and and just getting started too. I mean, you're gonna need a copy of your credit report. I, I put links in the the show notes for that as well. I mean, go and get your credit reports for a dollar right now. You can get your your FICO credit report for a dollar. I mean, you can get all three. Those are the the scores that the lenders use. So definitely get unstuck. Like don't, don't let, I mean, if, even if you add those two things up, $15 for all the letters that you're probably going to need, plus another dollar that actually downloads your credit report. You mean to tell me $16 might be stopping you from having a, a way better credit score? Like that, I mean, that's, that's sometimes that's crazy to think about, but it's not just the $16. It's the, the mindset that you have to flip to the way you're going to stop accepting what you see when you log into Credit Karma or Experian or whatever you might be using now to to check your credit. When you stop going to car dealerships and, you know, you go for one car, but they pull around another car that you didn't even ask for because you couldn't qualify for what you wanted to to get when you when you went there. Or them telling you you got to put down a really big down payment. Like, they they don't play with you this way when you have a great credit score. Like you you don't even have to get the dealership's financing. You can buy cars the way I do. Like I literally, I literally just hit up my credit union, let them know what car I'm looking at. They will overnight me a check. I take that check to the dealership, hi, buy, wash my car, give me my keys, I'm out the door. In and out, 30 minutes tops. That's the way you can be buying cars. But first, like I said, you got to get unstuck. You can't stay stuck. Being stuck is helping nothing. So there's that. And let's let's talk about one more thing. Thing number two you got to stop doing is being late on stuff. Like you, you got to commit to, I'm not even going to say paying things in advance, but you got to commit to not ever letting something be reported as 30 days late. That's different from you just being late. You have to commit to not being reported as 30 days late. And what does that look like? That can actually look like you being more than 30 days late on your car note, but because you know when the statement date runs, you know you still may have a little bit of time to pay it before it actually marks you as 30 days late. You have to know when everything reports, anything that you're paying on right now that 
is something that reports to your credit, you need to know the statement date. The statement date is the day that they send that information to the credit bureaus. So that's that's for credit cards, that's for cars. I mean, that's for your student loans. I mean, that's for every single thing that you make payments on. That's the only way the credit bureaus get their information to even know to mark you late. It's because it comes from the people that you might be avoiding calling and communicating with because you don't have the money to pay right now. So you have to commit to learning your statement dates, knowing when they're going to tell on you to the credit bureaus. And if you don't have the money to make a payment, that's still not an excuse because there's all types of things that you can do. I mean, in some cases, there's forbearance on certain things or there's deferment where you can just defer a payment. Sometimes these creditors will give you good grace. Like they'll just move a few of your payments to the back of a loan or just catch you up. But you're never going to get to that point if you run away from the situation and you don't commit to everything, every option that you have to avoid being 30 days late. This is strategic. Like, you got to be strategic with this thing. Because the moment you become 30 days late on something, your credit score can drop 100 points. Easy. So whatever progress you might have been making, I mean, it's over with. Like, (laughs) I mean, there's cases where you can still maybe get a 30-day payment reversed. But, I mean, why even put yourself in this situation where you can be proactive and do all this stuff on the front end, knowing how long you have, knowing what the grace periods are, knowing what they will potentially do for you if you can't make a payment. Knowing all this stuff on the front end helps you never have to worry about a situation of your credit score dropping because you were 30 days late. You got to get committed to that. You got to commit to not being late on things. Oh, and then... I got a fun one. So the number three thing you have to stop doing, quit spending money like you done lost your mind. (laughs) I mean, like, I see this every day. Like, it is a crazy cycle that people get in where they have a paycheck and then they immediately think they're rich because they, they got paid that day. And you don't have any kind of way that you're tracking your finances for the next two weeks or the next week until you get paid again. You got to stop doing that. Like, that is the reason that our credit becomes bad to begin with, because we get in situations where we can't afford to pay our bills because our priorities are just so far out of whack. And, And this is what it looks like. I promise you, like when you just going through the motions, this is what your day can look like. Wake up in the morning. All right, getting ready for work. All right, let me slide through Starbucks and pay $8 for uh, a Venti Venti, uh, caramel macchiato with a bunch of extra stuff that maybe you don't need. So now that's 8 bucks right there. All right, cool. So now, all right, it's lunchtime. Man, hmm, I think I want something good to eat today. Let me go to to this restaurant, spend $15 plus maybe $3, $4 on the tip. All right, boom, $19 just spent on lunch. All right, so that's $19 for, for lunch. Got me a nice, uh, you know, whatever the special was today at this uh, at this restaurant that I probably didn't need to be at, plus my $8 
coffee from this morning. So now I'm sitting at, what is that, 27 bucks? All right, cool. So, all right, so now tonight, man, I don't feel like cooking. Oh, yeah, I got paid. I'm good. Let me let me go and uh, get something for dinner as well. Cool. All right. I'll spend another 15 bucks. All right. Here we go. All right, so I got that. Got me something real nice to eat for dinner. Spent another 15. So now that's 27 plus another 15. Y'all check my mouth. 27 plus 15. Yeah, so we're sitting at about $42 that, uh, that we spent on food today. <laughs> Take that and divide that by just five, just the weekdays. You mean to tell me you're spending $200 just a week on food and other stuff that you don't need, and then you're behind on bills? I mean, come on, y'all. Like, let, let's be for real about this. And I'm 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 not attacking anybody because this is the only reason I know how to describe it that good because I used to be the one doing that. Like, And it's insane when you are doing that, but then you got all the confidence in the world to call up your cell phone provider and make a payment arrangement. And <laughs> same thing with Alabama Power. You got payment arrangements on everything, but you got the nerve to roll up in Starbucks and get an $8 coffee every day. I mean, it's it's slight delusion a little bit. I I used to be there myself, but let me tell you what I use now, and this is what uh this is what helps me stay on track with my finances and not going overboard even when I have gotten paid. I use uh Dave Ramsey's Every Dollar budgeting app and I mean, you might feel however you feel about Dave Ramsey. I don't agree with everything he says, but he does have some good tools and some good principles that can get you back on track with your finances and, you know, keep you from making uh, irresponsible decisions. So the reason I like the app, I think I pay about $14 for it a month, I want to say. But basically, I can put all of my income, you can plug it into the app. You plug in, like if you get paid two times that month or four times that month, you can plug in all your paychecks. So then you got all your paychecks on the exact days you get paid. You plug in all your expenses, your water bill, your phone bill, your uh, power bill, whatever bills you have, cable, and then you put all the appropriate dates for when you're going to pay those bills. And then what this app does is it basically tracks it. It'll it'll show you how much money you're going to have at the end of the month if you just paid your bills and had your income come in. So then that lets you know, okay, how much can I actually afford to spend on food? When you do it this way, you can see it digitally. You can see it pretty much on paper in a sense. So then you know that if you keep spending $40 a day on food, it'll tell you the exact day that you're going to be dead broke because it's going to show you pretty much in the red your risk of overspending. And it's kind of it's really hard to continue to just go crazy and, and buy things that you don't need when you're looking at this app every day that's telling you if you keep this up, you are going to be broke on January the 24th. Like It'll tell you the exact day you're going to be broke. That's the accountability you need in your life. I mean, if you're just swiping your card every day and you're not keeping up with it, you don't really have any fear of what's going to happen because you're just so used to going through the motions. And for some reason, it just never, never totally like, you know, melts down on you. You usually always maybe figure it out towards the end or, you know, Maybe get paid a day early or something like that. Like, But that's no way for us to be living because if we're living that way, 
Our credit's going to continue to suffer. You're going to continue to be behind on things. You're going to continue to have late payments. Things are going to go to collection because you can't afford to pay the leftover balance before it goes to collection because you've been buying coffee every day. I mean, these are these are real scenarios. It probably doesn't seem like it's that deep, but I promise you it is. So definitely recap. Thing number one, you got to stop doing, stop being stuck. Stop feeling like you don't have resources and information out there that can help you. Thing number two, stop being late on stuff. Prioritize doing everything you can to avoid being reported as late. And then thing number three, spend your money like you got some sense. It takes you two weeks sometimes to make a paycheck. Don't spend it all in a day. Have a little bit more respect for your time and how long it took you to make that money. And your money that you have is the biggest tool you have to be successful. I mean, the more money you can make, the more money you can keep, the better you're going to feel and the easier it's going to be for you to pay your bills and have a good credit score. So that's the episode. I hope that helps. It's been like my second probably real talk episode I've I've done like uh, this year. So... If that's giving somebody a kick in the butt that they need, hey, somebody gave me a kick in the butt a while back, and if I can return the favor, that's what I'm going to do on this podcast. But until next time, peace.